Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah. Alhamdulillah, we're continuing with the series on the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And today we're going to be covering the names of Allah, al-hafiz and al-hafiz. Uh, both of them coming from the root verb, hafizah, yahfazu, hifzan, fahuwa hafizun, which has two basic meanings. One is to be mindful, attentive, watchful, and vigilant. And the other one is to guard, protect, preserve, safeguard, retain, or to take care of something. Al-hafiz could be regarded or could be translated as the preserver, and al-hafiz could be more like the ultimate guardian. Uh, neither name is connected to another divine name in the Quran. It's really interesting that they just they, they stand alone. You know, most of the time you find that you know names come two together, and in this particular case, al-hafiz and al-hafiz they don't show up with names beside them. Uh, the name of Allah Ta'ala, Al-Hafiz, occurs three times in the Qur'an, once in the singular and twice in the plural. As for the singular, Allah Ta'ala, uh, in the context of talking about the well-being of your children, says what? Uh, خَيْرٌ حَافِظًا uh, But Allah is the best of guardians, uh, or is the best guardian. Allah is the best guardian. So it's a very beautiful context about taking care of children, and that the, Allah is the best uh, guardian, or you could say preserver. And twice it comes in the plural, and once in the context of the preservation of the Qur'an. Allah Ta'ala says, إِنَّا نَحْنُ Indeed, it is we who sent down the Qur'an, and indeed we will be its guardian. And furthermore, the last one is in the context of the miraculous dominion that Allah Ta'ala granted Sulaiman Alayhi Salaam. Allah Ta'ala mentions what? وَمِنَ الشَّيَاطِينَ and of the shayateen, or the devils, were those who uh, dived for him and did work other than that. And we were of them a guardian. So this is describing how even these shayateen were subjugated to Sulaiman during his reign. And Allah Ta'ala is saying, we were of them a guardian. Allah Ta'ala was preserving and ensuring all this was taking place. As for the name of Allah Ta'ala, Al-Hafiz, not Al-Hafiz, but Al-Hafiz, it also occurs three times in the Qur'an. Uh, in the, uh, number one being in the context of preserving the Ummah. Allah Ta'ala says what? وَيَسْتَخْلِفُ رَبِّي قَوْمًا غَيْرَكُمْ وَلَا تَضُرُّونَهُ شَيْئًا إِنَّ رَبِّي عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ حَفِيظٌ uh, My Lord will give succession to a people other than you, uh, and you will not harm him at all. Indeed, my Lord is over all things a guardian, or yes, a ultimate preserver, if you will, or ultimate guardian. The second context is about Allah Subhanahu wa Taala uh, mentioning that He knows the believers versus the disbelievers and will distinguish them. Allah Taala mentioning what? وَمَا كَانَ لَهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنْ سُلْطَانٍ إِلَّا لِنَعْلَمَ مَنْ يُؤْمِنُ بِالْآخِرَةِ مِمَّنْ هُوَ مِنْهَا فِي شَكٍّ وَرَبُّكَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ حَفِيظٌ And He, uh, Shaytan, had over them no authority except it was decreed that. Uh, that uh, we might make evident who believes in the hereafter from who thereof is in doubt and your Lord over all things is a guardian. And the third one is what? In the context of uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being fully aware of and full control over the polytheists. And those who take allies other than him, other than Allah, 
Allah is yet still, he is still, of course, their guardian over them. And you, O Muhammad Sallallahu are not over them a manager. You don't have to worry about that. So the question, of course, comes in, what is Allah Ta'ala preserving? What is Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala observing? Allah Ta'ala is doing a hifz or being a hafiz or hafiz over what? Number one, the universe. Allah says, wa la ya'uduhu hifzuhuma, that uh, preserving them does not tire him. His hifz over the heavens and the earth does not tire him at all. So this is number one. Furthermore, Allah says, Inna Allah yamsiku samawati wal arda an tazula. Indeed, Allah holds the heavens and the earth lest they cease. So yes, the first thing is reality in and of itself, our universe, the heavens and the earth, all of it is being sustained and preserved and maintained by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number two is every living creature's life. Allah ta'ala says, لَهُ مُعَقِّبَاتٌ مِنْ بَيْنِ يَدَيْهِ وَمِنْ خَلْفِهِ يَحْفَظُونَهُ مِنْ أَمْرِ اللَّهِ For each one are successive angels before and behind him who protect him by the decree of Allah. So we have these guardian angels and this is all being done uh, under Allah's decree and they are doing what? يَحْفَظُونَهُ That these angels are protecting and preserving each and every single one of us for our lives. Then, of course, Preserving guidance and revelation. Allah says, يُرِيدُونَ أَنْ يُطْفِئُوا نُورَ اللَّهِ بِأَفْوَاهِهِمْ وَيَأْبَ اللَّهُ إِلَّا أَنْ يُتِمَّ نُورَهُ وَلَوْ كَرِهَ الْكَافِرُونَ They want to extinguish the light of Allah with their mouths, but Allah refuses except to perfect His light, although the disbelievers dislike it. So subhanAllah, Allah Ta'ala is not going to let the disbelievers distort His guidance and His revelation. Rather, instead, Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala is going to complete that light. There are many ayat that describe this. Indeed, we have adorned the nearest heaven with an adornment of stars and as protection against every rebellious devil so that they may not listen to the exalted assembly of angels and are pelted from every side. So the shayateen, they try to get information of what's going to happen in the future and so forth. And they come and they try to give this to Sud sayers, but Allah Ta'ala is saying that through the stars and so forth, they get pelted with the shooting stars and uh, these different things. They are knocking them down and preventing them from taking information. Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَقَدْ جَعَلْنَا فِي السَّمَاءِ بُرُوجًا وَزَيَّنَّاهَا لِلنَّاظِرِينَ وَحَفِظْنَاهَا مِنْ كُلِّ شَيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ إِلَّا مَنِ اسْتَرَقَ that Allah says, and we have placed within the heavens great stars and have beautified it for the observers and we have protected it from every devil expelled except one who steals a hearing and is pursued by a clear burning flame. So this is how Allah Ta'ala preserves uh, the affairs of the heaven, something that is the unseen to us. But subhanAllah, Allah Ta'ala is informing us about this anyhow. And number four, protecting the believers. Allah says, indeed, Allah defends those who have believed. So Allah Ta'ala is preserving us, protecting us, and defending us. Furthermore, Allah says, uh, uh, and know that Allah intervenes between a man and his heart. So even sometimes Allah is going to protect us from our own evil inclinations. And when it comes to the Anbiya, we know that many of the Prophets, والسلام, were protected in miraculous ways. Allah said to the fire, uh, O fire, be cool and a safety upon Ibrahim. When it came to the Prophet being saved, in the uh, cave of Hira, he mentioned to Abu Bakr Siddiq, La tahzan inna Allah ma'ana, do not be afraid, Allah is with us. And they were amazingly saved from being attacked and killed. Musa alayhi salam, uh, we know that his mother was told, Wala takhafi, wala tahzani, inna, inna raduhu ilayk. 
that and do not fear, do not grieve. Uh, indeed, we will return him to you. That uh, Musa Salam's mother was told, don't worry, he's going to be protected even if you put him in, subhanAllah, a flowing river. And as for Yusuf salam, Allah says, كَذَلِكَ لِنَصْرِفَ عَنْهُ السُّوءُ and thus it was that we should avert from him evil and immorality. So, subhanAllah, you have Musa, السلام, the Prophet, السلام, Ibrahim, السلام, Yusuf, السلام, all of them being protected miraculously because Allah is Al-Hafil and Al-Hafil. Also, what else is Allah preserving and protecting? Our record of deeds. As Allah says, and the record of deeds will be placed open, and you will see the criminals fearful of that within, uh, fearful of that which is within it, and they will say, "O oh, woe to us! What is this book that leaves nothing small or great except that it has enumerated it?" And they will find what they did present before them, and your Lord does uh, doesn't uh, does injustice to absolutely no one. And there are many different ayat. And every small and great thing is inscribed. Many ayat that describe this. Uh, SubhanAllah, even Musa salam, says what? The knowledge, uh, Musa salam, said, the knowledge thereof is with my Lord in a record. My Lord neither errs nor forgets. Allah Ta'ala is al hafil and al hafil And by the way, also the angels are called Hafil. Allah says, In kullu nafsin lamma alayha hafil. Uh, Allah mentions, and there is no soul, but that it has over it a protector. And Allah says, And indeed, appointed over you are keepers or preservers or protectors, talking about the angels. And furthermore, Allah says, وَيُرْسِلُ عَلَيْكُمْ حَفَظَةً حَتَّى إِذَا جَاءَ أَحَدَكُمُ الْمَوْتِ تَوَفَّتْهُ رُسُلُنَا وَهُمْ لَا يُفَرِّطُونَ And he is the subjugator. Allah is the subjugator over his servants. And he sends over you guardian angels until when death comes to one of you, our messengers take him and they do not fail in their duty. So the big question is, how should this name of Allah or these names of Allah, Al-Hafil and Al-Hafil, affect the believer? Well, we should remember the beautiful advice of the Prophet ﷺ when he said, That be mindful of Allah and he will protect you. Be mindful of Allah and you will find him before you. Furthermore, we need to preserve uh, 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 our words and our privates, as in our private parts. Why? Because the Prophet ﷺ says what? مَنْ يَضْمَنْ لِي مَا بَيْنَ لَحْيَيْهِ وَمَا بَيْنَ Whoever can guarantee chastity of what is between uh, his two jawbones and what is between his two legs, as in basically basically referring to his tongue and his private parts, I can guarantee for him paradise. So if you can be care- careful and cautious with what you say in terms of backbiting, spreading gossip, etc., and if you can be careful not to commit zina and do haram things with one's private parts, then... SubhanAllah, this is such a powerful thing because obviously people have strong desires both sexually and a strong desire to gossip and talk bad about people and insult people and joke around and so forth. If you can control these desires, then the Prophet is saying, I can guarantee for you paradise. And furthermore, you want to preserve and protect the boundaries of Allah Ta'ala. Allah says, uh, and praising the believers, saying, what? Allah describes them as those who are observing the limits set by Allah. These are the type of people we want to be. And we want to preserve Allah's boundaries, not only in public, but in private, as Allah says, Allah 
It will be said, this is what you were promised for every returning, every returner to Allah and every keeper, every hafiz, everyone who preserves the, 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 his covenant. And then Allah describes them and says, those who feared the most merciful in the unseen when they were private. May Allah forgive us for all the things that we do in private that are haram. Allah says, And they come to us with a heart that is always returning and repenting because none of us are perfect. We still make mistakes. But even if we do make mistakes, we at least repent and feel bad for what we have done. We also want to be who? We want to be preservers of our prayers. We want to have this quality of hilz when it comes to our prayers because Allah says what? That maintain with care your obligatory prayers and in particular the middle, the middle prayer. And Allah Ta'ala also says, And they who are, they carefully maintain their prayers. Allah describes the believers as such. You want to preserve your eyes. Make sure you protect the things that you look at. Allah says, That tell the believing men to reduce some of their vision and guard their private parts. Why? You want to protect your eyes from looking at haram, which will lead you to actually acting upon that and doing something haram. Uh, with your privates. Furthermore, Allah says what? Preserve your eyes, your ears, and your mind, all of it, uh, your impassioned mind. Allah says, Indeed, the hearing, the sight, and the heart, the impassioned heart, you're just, like your, um, your, 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 your drive, you know, that which is, uh, you, you have um, motivation for, all of that will be questioned. So subhanAllah, this is something you have to be very cautious about. What am I passionate about? What do I look at? What do I listen to? All these things must be uh, taken into account. You want to preserve your oaths. If you make a promise, you have to stick to it because Allah says, وَحْفَظُوا أَيْمَانَكُمْ Be on guard with your oath, oaths. And furthermore, you want to be good at your job. This is how Yusuf salam described himself as someone who's good at his job. Allah, he's, Allah mentioned how he said, Yusuf salam said, Appoint me over the storehouses of the land. Indeed, I will be a knowing guardian. Inni hafizun alim. I will be hafiz and I'll be alim. I'll be knowledgeable in the matter as well. And I am knowledgeable in this matter. And furthermore, you want to preserve private information, especially when it comes to the household. In fact, wives are praised as what? Fasalihatu qanitatun hafizatun lilghaybi bima hafizallah. Allah says, so. Righteous women are devoutly obedient, guarding in their husband's absence what Allah would have them guard. This is the quality of the righteous women, that they actually preserve and maintain uh, private that which is private instead of gossiping too much. We need to preserve, as, as men and uh, in general, every, all of us, we need to what be responsible for our flock. Usually the father is the head of the household, but even then the wife is the mother, so therefore she's going to be taking care of the kids. All of us need to feel, and even siblings, you know, the older ones take care of the younger ones. All of us need to feel a responsibility in preserving those who are underneath us. As the Prophet says, what? Kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'ulun an ra'iyatihi. That all of you are guardians and all of you are responsible for your flock or your ward. And remember that dhikr is perhaps the best fortress, the best preservation. If we're going to talk about hilz, remember to make dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that you will always remember Allah ta'ala and that will be your fortress. Uh, this is a, coming from a hadith in which the Prophet says that Yahya alayhi salam, all way back then, what, 2,000 plus years ago, Yahya alayhi salam said what? وَآمُرُكُمْ أَن تَذْكُرُوا اللَّهِ فَإِنَّ مَثَلَ ذَلِكَ كَمَثَلِي رَجُلٍ خَرَجَ الْعَدُوُ فِي أَثَرِهِ سِرَاعًا حَتَّى إِذَا أَتَى عَلَى حِصْنٍ حَصِينٍ 
فأحرز نفسه منهم فذلك العبد لا يحرز نفسه من الشيطان إلا بذكر الله I also command you to always remember Allah always subhanallah alhamdulillah الله الله أكبر اللهم صل وسلم على نبينا محمد always remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sending blessings upon the Prophet sallam, making istighfar all these things why? because the example of this deed is that of a man who the enemy is tirelessly pursuing him he takes refuge in a fortified fortress that is the example of the slave he cannot protect himself from shaitan except with the remembrance of Allah uh, and anybody who knows the, word, the, the book Husn uh, al-Muslim or Hisnul Muslim, that's where the author got this name from, from this particular hadith that says, Hisnan Hasinin, that this fortified fortress is the dhikr of Allah, that's why it's a book about dhikr. And subhanAllah, we should remember that this whole Qur'an was brought to us because Allah Ta'ala decreed miraculously that it would be preserved, but also because people throughout history memorized the Qur'an verbatim and passed it on to their loved ones, passed it on to their children and to their friends and family and so forth. And through this tawatur, through this you know, innumerable chains of transmission, the Qur'an has come to us today. And this is what makes it something beyond question in terms of its authenticity. There's an interesting uh, book called um, uh, The Mind of the Qur'an. There's a quote in it that says, This phenomenon of Qur'anic recital means that the text has transversed centuries in an unbroken living sequence of devotion. It cannot therefore be handled as an uh, antiquarian thing, nor as a historical document out of a distant past, the fact of hilth or Quranic memorization has made the Quran a present possession through all the laps uh, of Muslim, uh, all, all the lap, laps of Muslim time, and given it a human currency in every generation, never allowing its uh, uh, relegation to a bare authority for reference. Uh, alone. So in other words, it's never been a book that just sits on the shelf and you just kind of refer to it and say, oh, it's with us, just sort of sitting there. It's a living tradition. That's basically what he's getting at, that the Qur'an has always been a living tradition. It's not passed down just, oh, here's a document. You can ignore it just the same way I ignore it. It's it, it sat in my shelf. It's going to sit in your shelf and just sort of passively existing amongst us. No, rather, subhanAllah, it is a living tradition. So you have to ask yourself, every Muslim has to ask themselves, am I going to be part of that living tradition and memorize the Qur'an so that it passes from the previous generation to the next one, not just through a book that I handed off, but through my mind, through my behavior. SubhanAllah, this is what makes the Qur'an so remarkable. This is what makes Hivz so remarkable. And then, of course, this brings up the final question, which is what? Why weren't past revelations preserved? Well, two answers. Number one, those books were for a particular time and place and a certain people. So therefore, they lived and existed during that time, and then they were uh, corrupted by those people. And so those people are accountable for that. But uh, that's not, that doesn't mean that uh, guidance was lost. Allah Ta'ala sent new revelation that was more appropriate for our times. And furthermore, the Prophet was sent to mankind, not just a specific group. He was sent to mankind and all of mankind till the end of time. No other prophets uh, uh, will be sent after that. Uh, the truth must be preserved or, no new, or else new generations would be born into confusion. That's why this Qur'an is preserved for all places and in all times in such a miraculous way. It gives credence to the fact that the Qur'an is truly something special and is truly the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And with that, we close. Jazakallah khair. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.